0: My name is Joseph Patrice Brown, uh, and I was convicted of capital murder in Natchez, Mississippi in 1994, March of 1984. Uh, Natchez Police Department's second interview of Rachel Walker on August 14, 1942, makes clear that Rachel and officers frequently mentioned her helping herself about turning state in, and, and, and turning state on me. In the August 14th transcript at 6, 21, 22, 27, 38, 47, 50, 65, and 81, the officer seems to be extremely interested in what happened to Moses Nick Green, the older man who died and whose house burned on Garden Street on August 6, eighty two. They asked Rachel numerous questions about him. Rachel told the officers that she had not been in Mr. Green's house for years. August 14th, transcript, transcript at 33:34. According to Sharon Grinnell, Rachel's answer was untrue because Rachel had recently been in Mr. Green's home prior to his death. See Exhibit 47, Sharon Grinnell's affidavit. Nevertheless, Rachel's answer seemed to satisfy the officers, one officer said, well, see, part of the deal about Garden Street is we pretty well already know what happened, and we're just trying to get facts straightened out from rumor. And we just assumed you wasn't, in, you wasn't tied up in it all. August 14th, transcript at 58, Regarding Miss Day's murder, a detective said, I knew who did it. I was just waiting for you to, I was just waiting to see if you would help us. August 14th transcript at 65. Again, the interview appeared to lack a fact-seeking mission. See Exhibit 2327, Rachel's August 14th transcript and video. During much of the interview, Rachel tried to explain why she did not report what she allegedly saw to police prior to her arrest. She repeatedly said that I remained by her side, preventing her from reporting the crime. One also asked why Rachel did not report the crime when I left And told her to stay in the 200 block, August 14th, transcript at at 75. Rachel, explained. Let me ask you something right now. What in the world, as crooked as Willie B. is, he know, just like he told me that night when I walked to him because I got out of Raymond's car to walk to Willie B. Jones, he said no. This is what he said. Come. Come talk to your friend. You know your friend ain't going to let nobody put you in jail. And then the first thing he hollered about was fucking at 75, 76, exhibit 27, 1, 1, 21, 20, 1, 21, 48. The identity of the person whose was called Raymond said, whose Rachel said she was in is unclear. During the August 14, 1982 interview, however, Rachel appeared to ask someone off camera. What's wrong with you, Raymond? Exhibit 27 at 5530. Rachel's August 14, 1992 video. This part of the interview stands out for a couple of reasons. One, Rachel admitted to being in someone else's car after the murder without me being anywhere nearby. Yet officers still assumed that Rachel was being truthful when she said that I was the person who committed the crime. It would seem logical that if officers were conducting an open-ended truth-seeking investigation, rather than one aim that a fitting a conceived conclusion that I was guilty, they would have also investigated Rachel and whomever she was with that night. And two, what stands out is Rachel's characterization of Willie B. Jones as a crook. Officer Jones participated in the investigation. It was the officer who received the purported gun from Floyd Newman, the bar owner, to whom Rachel pawned the gun. Also noteworthy is Officer Jones' statement to Rachel that her friend would not let her go to jail. One of the striking observations from the August 14, 1992 video is the level of informa- informality and comfort that Rachel had with officers who interviewed her on a capital murder charge. Throughout the interview, there are moments of laughing, joking, and back and forth banter between Rachel and the officers. One officer said during the interview that I'm having such a good time. Exhibit 27. Rachel even went so far as to take off her handcuffs. Exhibit 27 at 4839. And at one point, she instructed someone to, to tell Mitchell to buy me a pop. Mitchell is Detective William Mitchell, the lead investigator of the case. Rachel and Lieutenant William Mitchell have these exchanges of words. Rachel, then Mitchell going to come in like he crying and cussing. Mitchell told me, he say, you motherfucker, if I had saw you first, I'd have shot you. Exhibit 23 at 68. Mitchell's response, I meant every word. Exhibit 23 at 68. Rachel's response, anyway, come here, Mitch. Give me $5. Exhibit 2369. Rachel's August 14th, nineteen ninety. Two video excerpts. These commentaries are recorded by Prison Radio.